Do you like retro video games? Then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micros podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn found wherever podcasts are given away for free. Dead Game is the new podcast where award-winning comedy writer Wally Phelps and award-seeing comedy sidekick Carlos Longoria (laughs) use their powers of necromancy to resurrect failing or long-suffering game franchises. From Fortnite to Rock Band, D&D to Double Dragon, listen to Dead Game, where games go to get good. We also want to shout out our other patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond and old Rob himself, Mr. Robbie Hennig. Just drop that ass, bitch. It's open micers in the house. Pop that pussy with that open micers logo in your mouth. Jason with his bald ass head. Jacob looking in bed. It's open micers, bitch. Heard what I said. Drop that ass, drop that ass. Open micers in the house. Drop that ass, pop that pussy. Open micers in the house. Open micers in the house. Open micers in the mouse. Drop that ass, pop that pussy. Open micers in the house. The mic is now open. That's right. The mic is now open. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig, and I'm very excited for our show tonight, Jason, because we have two returning guests, one of whom was brought to my attention recently, and I think this is entirely correct, is probably the greatest guest in Open Micro's history, because every time we have him on, it's an instant classic. We make reels out of having him on. We make reels out of pretty much every thought that he has. And the other guy is some schmuck from Louisiana. But <laughs> damn it, <laughs> we're very excited to have back both the legend himself, Mo Alexander, and the mastermind behind Lafayette Comedy, which is, for my money, one of the best comedy scenes in the entire country, Jason P. Leonard. I'm excited to have Yay. both of you guys back. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for starting with an insult. I appreciate that. That's great. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. What well, the, no offense to you, brother. The insult is better than that fucking intro music they just played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, tear into it. Tear into it, Mo. How bad is it? Uh, well, it's not good. So uh, I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was a joke. I thought you were about to say, "All right, now listen to the music we're about to play." And I was like, and then it started playing. And I was like, "Okay, that's funny. Where's the real thing?" And I'm like, "What the hell is that? What? Yeah. What?" What missing genome person made that for you? Uh, <laughs> what open micer made that? <laughs> a guy who failed at open mics made us that. Dude, I was about song. to say I wouldn't even I wouldn't even I wouldn't even qualify that for an open micer to do that. That's that stuff. It's a guy who thought open mics were too hard and he wrote that song for us. And now he harasses Mo at the beer garden when he's Rob. here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! He's to probably Touch. dropped a few. Shout out to Touch Biloxi <laughs> for making that that for us uh, at Mushmouth TV on uh, Twitter and and Threads. Yeah. If you want to go follow See, him and I, him. I saw JP put his head in his hands as soon as it started, and I thought for sure he was gonna be the one because we're taking bets on which guest is gonna hear our theme song and just log off the Zoom. I, I was close, what? but I couldn't find the button, so you know. <laughs> I honestly don't blame you for that bet because that was the shittiest song I think I've ever heard. It's, it was almost Steve Byrne. Like, we saw it in his eyes. He was one foot in and one foot out. <laughs> like, he was really about to just, just jet out of there. Dude, I, I just don't. Uh, you guys are so much better than this. Come on. We're not, Mo. We're not. <laughs> we're not. You've been on the show. This is your fourth time. You know we're not I'm, better I'm than I'm trying this. to make you feel good about yourself since, you know, my, my lover kicked you out of your house. <laughs> my mom did kick me out of her house it's okay though mo i'm a daddy's about to be rolling in it and it's all just because of this sweet sweet dick i have because my fiance is now a nurse she just started a job as a nurse a so, real nurse uh, an lpn so she's she's gonna be making money uh lpn that's like a semi-real nurse yeah she right, okay. she's not an rn she's an lpn like she's a nurse, but licensed practitioner, what is it? Licensed nurse practitioner or whatever. Licensed practical nurse, yeah. Licensed practical nurse. That's like a nurse that features, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's a feature act. We're both feature acts in our life right now. <laughs> Basically, what he's saying is she's going to realize after about six months of making tons of money and not him, she's yeah. not going to need him anymore. Mm. She's going to dump yes, him. She is, dude. 
She'll come that... running back. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. How could she say no to all this? No, I think you got that backwards. You're the one that's going to be running back. You'll be like, please, please, take me back. I put it down, fellas. I put it down. And she picks it right back up. (laughs) She picks it right back up when I pull my back. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, we were walking in the Walmart parking lot earlier, and I tweaked my back just from walking in the parking lot. And you're not even the fattest one in here, so you know I think it's yeah, like mo me I, than you, you know. I don't do that. I don't. <laughs> I don't do that. I just have mild heart attacks. Huh? What did you have, Mo? What are you talking about? When you almost fucking died, what did you have? Well, okay, let's get this out and open. There was never any heart issues in that. Okay, there was never a heart attack. What happened was I did a favor for a comic. I screwed up my foot, went to the hospital, and then broke my other foot coming into my house, and I had blood clots in my lungs. It wasn't a heart blood thing. Clots. I had blood clots in my lungs because I had broken my foot and I couldn't do anything. Oh, excuse me for me. hearing blood and thinking of the heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's totally my fault. And that's why you're All right, not Dracula. a nurse. All right, there, Dracula. <laughs> I do look like Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I look like there Dracula if no he posted up outside people, the McDonald's. People kept spreading Mo had a heart attack. No, I fucking didn't. I had a blood clot in my lungs or several actually. But yeah, that's what happened. There was never any heart issues. I was like 100% kicking ass up until that. And then afterwards, I'm still kicking ass. You know, that's good, dude. That's good. I'm, I'm happy that I was wrong, Mo Alexander. You're always wrong. That's a problem. <laughs> that's why a I like that. That's why I, I do like you, though. That's, that's why I keep coming back. Thank you. Trying to think if I could write a uh, a short movie script about Jacob being fat Dracula. <laughs> it writes it's itself, it. Jason. It's, it's, it's too many words. It's, it's spatula. 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 Dude, J- JP should play my dad. Fat Dracula's that's, dad that's should okay. be the character name. This, this would be a pro-choice series. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Dadula, Fatula. Who's that? <laughs> uh, did we start yet? No. Yeah, we're no. We, yeah, we, no, this rolling. Is... <laughs> None of this is making the cut. We're cutting all of this. <laughs> oh, by the so way, sorry. hold on. Before we go any further, fuck you, Jacob. Fuck you very much. Why? What I, I do? was watching the clip you did with Sam Talley with his mother. Mo was just all up in the wings, just destroying the wings. Nigga, it was eight wings. Go fuck yourself, sir. Like <laughs> to be order. fair, that was me that yourself, said that, sir. not Jacob. That was Jason that said that. What do you mean, dude? <laughs> I didn't even say it. See, that Still, just, you thought about it. That just proves Mo likes me better than you. So there you go. <laughs> no, that just proves that I'm I'm more fun to mess with. I was like, God damn it, I didn't eat that many. It was eight fucking wings. Come on, shut up. Leave me alone. Oh, okay, Jason brought it up, but I did say that I could hear you doing it on stage, which is entirely accurate. I could hear you eating from the stage doing my set. Well, do you that that just means your set sucked because no one was laughing at <laughs> And the only sound that could be heard over that was me chomping on wings, you bastard. That's what that means. <laughs> I've never denied the fact that I'm very bad at comedy, Mo. You don't have to keep bringing it up. <laughs> I'm the biggest hack in the region. If you if you keep doing it, I'm keep bringing it up. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> okay, right. my guy. All right, Jacob. Okay, so, so so lead us off. What are we here for? What what are we what are we bringing these guys back to talk about? We're bringing these guys back to talk about just a tiny little comedy festival that they're both doing. We want them to preview their parts in it. It's called Altercation Fest. And, I, and Mo is doing a headlining set. I believe Jason P. Leonard is bringing the best comedy showcase in the entire country, Stone versus Drunk versus Sober, to Altercation Fest. Uh, mm-hmm. Mo, does all that sound correct? Is that, that, is that what is happening? Correct. That does sound absolutely correct. But wait, you, Leonard, you're doing the Drunk versus Sober, sober thing? <laughs> yes, stone versus drunk versus sober. Yeah, so we got uh, non comedians. There's there's six announced. Well, now seven. So we got Ben Roy is one of the secret headliners, and we have two secret headliners on the show. So can yeah. I jump on that? I want to be drunk and sober at the same. I want. To be drunk. <laughs> I was like, I, I talked to Ben today. I was like, how am I? How am I not on the drunk versus sober show? Come on. 
Hey, I don't book it, man. That's that's a that's a haversat. So you know. Okay. <laughs> that's just funny though. He knows. Yeah, no. We're we're gonna have a good time. I mean, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun. Show. I mean, it's a great festival to begin with, and um, I mean, just the the lineups. I think you, what yours is the Thursday night, right? The headline. Yeah, I got the, I got the Thursday nine o'clock slot. All right. Right. Yeah, that I'm doing Friday at like uh eleven thirty. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty 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 dope. You know, it's probably the, fun, the strongest man. lineup, you know. Altercation is one of my favorite festivals ever ever. So whenever I do it, I'm just like, yay. Because it's it's literally just a bunch of comics getting in trouble, uh well trying not to get in trouble, drinking heavily, talking shit in the green room and just watching a, a ball of weirdness happen. And it's all in one one venue, which is yeah. which is killer, you know. Which yeah. is you know a lot of festivals use multiple ones, but this one works, man. Kickbutt Coffee is is great, and they have great cookies. And uh, yeah, what else can you yeah, ask for? Uh, you know? The people at Kickbutt are awesome too. Daniel, Alyssa, they're great people. I love them to death. I can't wait to hang out with those people. Last time they got last time we were there, was, I was there two years ago. Uh, Chandra and I walked in, and they both hit us with big shots of tequila. Like here, take these, and I'm like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was great they did their yeah, homework was, the weird thing oh, enough they know is, they know me i've been there they know me <laughs> the weird thing enough is all my life living in louisiana I, i've never petted a possum until mo brought his you know so it was kind of <laughs> weird you know you know there's more of them now oh shit yep i mean did you feed it after midnight or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no actually what happened is uh what happened is we have poncho he's the og or i like to come the op the original possum uh and then um we had a, a friend of ours had an emergency and found like six drowning possums in her basement because it had gotten flooded and the possums are down there and she brought them to us and we sent uh, a bunch of them to a rescue, but then we kept two. One ended up dying, unfortunately. His little, but we have his sister, uh, Zoe, and another guy I know in Indianapolis was like, "Hey, Mo, I got a, I have this possum, and I can't take care anymore because I'm disabled." And he was like, "Okay," and I saw her, and he sent me a picture, like, "All right, we'll come get her." So now I have Abby, I have Pancho, and I have Zoe. So. Mo, how many possums are you away from being a Ninja Turtles villain? <laughs> fourteen. Fourteen, that's it, dude. Oh that's man, it. we're gonna fourteen hit more possums and I am officially a Ninja Turtle villain. His villain name's gonna be Shredder Cheese. Thank you. <laughs> Shredder Cheese, dude. Oh, this guy opens for Norman for a reason, guys. <laughs> He's giving us gold on the pod today. Actually, you know what? I've always I, I had a character that I was gonna I was gonna do one time that was a was gonna be a, a superhero, and he was gonna be known as the Hedgehog, not like because not Ron Jeremy, but just called the Hedgehog. And he was, my my character was gonna have nothing but trained hedgehogs in his trench coat, so when they I could throw them at you, and someone would do air, 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 uh, acrobatics and jump on your face. Other would just turn from a ninja star into a possum. I mean, to a, a yeah, that's I get bored. We we actually had a pet hedgehog. So my my daughter was like three, and she wanted a a hedgehog. So we got this mm-hmm. freaking hedgehog, and it's like having a drunk college roommate. Like it's it stays up all night because they're nocturnal, and mm-hmm. it just eats, drinks, and spins in its wheel just all, all night. And uh, you everyone would have to hold them with oven mitts, and I was the only one that could like hold them barehanded. And right. uh, that thing just loved bathing. You put it in the sink, it would just all day stay in there. You know? Yeah, that's cool, man. Hedgehog, yeah, they're cool. fun. Yeah, he's gone. We gave him away. Oh. So. Hey, loves bathing? That's the complete opposite of Jacob. Jacob, <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> Hey, dude. Hey, brother. Jacob, you, Jacob, you might be part possum. <laughs> I might be part possum, dude. Uh, Mo might be my daddy, which is why I'm part Ooh. possum. <laughs> your mom can say that to me, but you can't. Uh. <laughs> He's just he's just looking for some uh some some what what do they call it when the dad leaves and he's got to pay money child support that's what child support, support yeah and Jason's so white he doesn't know what child support is <laughs> hey dude my dad left when I was eight so come on <laughs> there you go is that true did that really happen oh yeah no he he never paid my mom child support like when my 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 grandmother died like my mom like put a thing on the like the through the court, so whatever inheritance he got for like them selling 
my grandma's house, she got back child support, which was like, I don't know, you know, figure like, you know, for me, eight, eight, 10 years. And my, my sister was two. So almost 18 years of back child support for two kids. So, wow. Damn. That's yeah, a, man. It's like 50 that, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> 65 with inflation. We're, <laughs> we're, we're in Louisiana. So, you know, this story I got is my, my, my dad faked his own death when I was an adult. <laughs> No, Lucky. he didn't. Dude. No. I wish I was making that up. I wish How have I we never heard this before? Please tell me everything. Because <laughs> I just started talking about it recently. He faked his death. This is absolutely true. Um, me, me, we weren't close. We weren't. We weren't really close at all. Seriously. And I got a call one day in like one year. One, uh, I think it was ninety-eight or ninety-nine that I had to, that, that he was dying. So I had to fly to Denver. Went to go visit him at the hospital on his quote-unquote deathbed. And all that shit, saying our goodbyes. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, dude, whatever, chill out, peace. And that was the last thing I heard about it, okay? That was the last thing I heard about it until 2005 after my mom died. And my mom died like the day after my birthday in November. And then on Christmas Day, I had other family here and I was going to do something. And my aunt was like, she came, I walked back into the house and my aunt was like, Your dad called. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying? He's like, oh, apparently he didn't die. He faked his death. I'm like, what are you telling me? And she called, he faked his death, and he called me on Christmas after he heard my mom and dad. So he calls back like two hours later. He's like, hey, Mo, I just want you to know, uh, I know that, you know, I'm supposed to be dead, but there's some shit you don't need to know about that, that went down, and I just want you to know that I heard your mom, dad, and that, uh, uh, you still have a parent out here like, nigga, I don't know you. You better get off my phone. <laughs> what are you supposed That's to do to get a hold of him? That's real. <laughs> he faked his death. Are you supposed wow. to put a giant light of a possum in the sky to get a hold of him? Like, what are you supposed to do <laughs> to contact know. your father? <laughs> I don't know. And see, here's the fucked up part. Because, you know, I, I did that thing on, I did that Kevin Hart thing, and I knew his ass was going to pop up after that. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, it, he never appeared. Cause I, so I started Googling him, and supposedly he's dead again, but I have no actual proof of it. <laughs> How do you do it twice? That's what I'm he well, might he, it didn't work the first time. I, yeah. He might actually be dead, or I actually don't know. Yeah, the, the first one didn't take, so he had to do it again. <laughs> so what did he supposedly die from when he faked his death? Um, He was a heroin addict. So, okay. you know, that's all I'm going to say about that. You know, he okay, had so. supposedly had something else. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. He must have really wanted to die then, because, like... <laughs> There's no like living that down if you survive. <laughs> well, you gotta understand, he had a whole separate life from me and everybody else. He had a whole separate thing. There's, a, I have a couple stepbrothers out here I have never met in my entire life. That's crazy, and none of them have like DM'd you, been like, "Hey, Mo, can I hold twenty dollars?" I have. I, <laughs> they don't know how to get in touch with me. You gotta understand, black families can be weird sometimes. You don't, t- you don't have any kind of knowledge of certain things. I just found out. I recently found out about my family. That I have a whole series of cousins that I knew existed, but I didn't know they existed. Like my grandmother's brother had a whole bunch of kids who lived out in uh, California that I just reached out and touched a couple like last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. My my great grandmother definitely had a secret family as well. <laughs> really? No, dude. This is legit. We found this out when like right before she died, like a couple years before she died, and she was already full blown dementia. And like some people out in California did 23 in me and found my, my great grandma. And they're like, Hey, you know, your great grandma, Darlene is actually my mom. And they're like, what? Oh no, that's not possible. And they asked her about it. And she was like, yeah, that's my biggest regret in life. Like full blown dementia. She totally remembers this daughter. So what had happened was during world war two, before a Navy guy went off to fucking war, he got with my great grandma and she got pregnant. And back then that wasn't acceptable. So they sent her to right. California to have the baby. She had the baby and then she came back. And this was before she had any of like before she had my grandma. And so she came back and then just lived the whole separate life. And like two years before she died, they reached out and got the meter and everything. Hmm. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, that that's wow. Yeah, dude, that's, that's like white people secret <laughs> shit. We don't fake our own deaths. We just fucking <laughs> no, <laughs> you cannot okay. have that I, child in my household. <laughs> no, I can one up this story. I can one up my this is how fucked my family is, okay? My great my grandmother, okay? Her brother, uh, they were very light skinned black people. Mm-hmm. Okay. We call them the good ones, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, I fucking love you. <laughs> so here's the story. Here's the story. I might have to cut that out. No, you don't. No, you don't. Dude. We're gonna make a TikTok clip. You cut that out. I will call about? everybody until you cut out the best one. Uh-oh. He's gonna call everyone and say you cut it out because you said the other, and everyone will believe him. Oh my God. Oh, I love. God. This is why I love Bo because we've been through a few racist people, and it's okay, uh. you know. <laughs> Hilarious! You just said that. That's the guy. Funny. God damn it! That was funny. Here's a story to beat my uh my grandmother's brother. Uh, and they say very light skinned people to the point where uh he had to move to California because um what's the what's the big school in in New Orleans? Uh, Tulane or UNO. I think it was Tulane. I think it was Tulane. Wouldn't let him get his pharmacy degree because he was black. This is back in the day. Oh, yeah. And um, he had to go to California and then pass himself off as white for the rest of his life. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> so his family, he married a chick from Louisiana who was Creole. So his family to this day does not know they are 100% black. They think that they are 50 50. Wow. Yep. Okay. I mean, that's, 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 we have a lot of, uh, we have a large Creole population in Louisiana. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't, they would, they did not believe that my aunts, the the rest of my family, and if you, I I finally saw a picture of all this family and they look, the woman I spoke to looks exactly like my mom. I'm like, holy (laughs) fuck. Damn. <laughs> so yeah. Mo, you want to hear the whitest story you've ever heard? Sure. <laughs> so my dad did. You got me. into pharmacy school. No, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I'm a pharmacist, and I'm. <laughs> uh, so it. My dad did 23 and Me like a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Turns out he found out he had two brothers, uh, half brothers. He didn't know he had. And I had never met my real grandfather. My dad's dad never, never knew him. Um, But he just died a few years ago. It turns out he was quite the hound and uh, had a couple of brothers that my dad didn't even know know he had. And guess what my grandfather's profession was? He was a milkman. No, he was not. Yes, he was. <laughs> yo, that, yo, he he was just hoeing around delivering milk and cookies at the same time. Yes, he was. Oh yeah. All right. So this right. back wait, to the let, question, wait, dude. Wait, let me All go right, back go ahead, to my JP. dad's my disappearing dad story. So, uh, my dad left when they divorced, and I didn't find this out until the day after he was dead, because like he died like eh, like right before COVID, and uh, I kind of w- was there when he died in Florida, and me and my aunt, we you know we're going to do the funeral arrangements the next day, and uh, and she said, yeah, well he disappeared for for you know seven years, and I'm like, what are you talking about, you know? So he, when they divorced, he left, he went to Florida, you know, where white trash dads go. And then, uh, he, um, uh, so my granny couldn't find him. She hired private investigators. They tried tracking him down in prison, you know? And so, you know, after about seven years, she was trying to get him, uh, declared as dead because like that way me and my sister would get like social security benefits. And then he showed up one day and I'm like, how, like, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like I got all those birthday gifts and Christmas gifts every year. And my aunt goes, yeah, that was your grandma every year for seven years, giving me all that oh, stuff. Wow. And I was like, if he was dead the day before, he would, I would have murdered him myself. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he was really good. Yeah. And this is where we're all coming because our families are coming. <laughs> I think so. Oh <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. I want to circle back to the milkman thing because like, what is it about the milkman showing up to your house with some pints of glass milk in that little like paper? Like you know, like the hat that you get from like the the milkshake stand now, like that's what like he pulls up at the house and you're just like, oh, I have to smash this man at six o'clock in the morning. 
I mean, it, I mean, a lot of people just got married because they just got married. So it wasn't yeah. like, you know, it was like arranged kind of or, or whatever. I mean, but I guess you get bored, you know, you're stuck in the house. You can't leave, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, back then, there's a mailman too. Like, is the mailman not as attractive as the milkman? They got some too. The mailman got some too. Oh yeah. All right, dropping off packages I don't know about. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mailman, milkman, everybody, the pool boy, all of them got some. All right, just anyone that comes to the house, I guess. Would well, you rather know. milk or bills? So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. <laughs> I, I see you, JP. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to add. I was writing down milk or bills because I might actually make a t-shirt out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Got bills? Butter or bankruptcy. <laughs> JP should go into business with this. Yeah. The milk milk. But yeah, actually, I wanted to ask Mo, uh, the next time we do a Headliners episode, I want to have Mo on because I I would love to have heard Mo's take on the whole uh, Boosie uh, and the Waffle House deal. About oh, how let's he... just talk about it right now, dude. <laughs> all right, hey, what is that? All right, what so, are you talking about? So Mo, little Boosie tries to go into a Waffle House and brings his own potato and then gets mad at the, at the staff because they won't make him his breakfast potatoes. Actually, the exact quote is, he ain't want to make me breakfast potatoes. We're going to make a t- t-shirt out of that. Wait, wait. Lil Boosie walks in with his own potato? From home. Yes. Brings a potato from home. <laughs> yes, sir, that's how correct. How was he? <laughs> Very. How, I mean, you got to be like, you know what? I'm hungry as fuck. I'm going to Waffle House. But you know what? I don't like their potatoes. I got my own orator right here. That is the dumbest bullshit I've ever heard in my life. He's high as hell. That's all that was. He was high. He was higher than giraffe vagina. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> so, okay. have you ever been so? Are you? Have you ever been so hungry that you, you want to eat? You, like you want to? You, you you don't want to cook, but you want to eat some stuff from your house that you just you just pack it all up and bring it to Waffle House and ask no, them no, to cook No, no, I it? have never brought any food to Waffle House, okay? I have barely taken food out of Waffle House. You <laughs> well, you have. But... <laughs> no, but do you know how do you know how non-sober I have to be to order food at Waffle House? I don't know. I yeah. eat, I eat Waffle House pretty sober. Waffle House is awesome. I don't. I never I have never I can literally say I have never eaten Waffle House sober. Not one time in my existence. Because Waffle House is usually places I don't want to go when I'm sober. It's after usually Waffle House is after a show. I've done 37 shots of some kind of alcohol. Someone else is driving me, and I'm like, you know what I need right now? Grits. <laughs> and to get stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get last... an altercation over some bacon. <laughs> yeah. Last time I went to, well, I've been in a few, like sometimes after shows, but we kind of scope out. But like I went to one that just opened on the, Caucasian part of town, and it was like 9 a.m. Oh, yeah. on a Tuesday. I'm like, we're safe, we're fine, you know. So let's say, but you know, I had been to Waffle House on 9 a.m. on a Sunday, and I was drunk from the night before. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in that Boosie article as well, it brought up the fact that like this isn't the only time he's had an altercation with someone recently. That the last one was at an amusement park because someone didn't want to let him on a kids ride. Oh, I thought you were going to say he brought his own ride with him. <laughs> he brought yeah, his I own brought kids, my teacup. Yeah. Can I put my teacup on your teacup, Brad? <laughs> Why not? He ain't want to make me teacup, Brad. <laughs> you guys know know the story of like little Boozy coming to Biloxi? No. Mm-hmm. All right. So he came to Biloxi, right? And okay. he came to Edgewater Mall, which okay. is the the mall in Biloxi. And uh, he goes to all these stores and starts grabbing stuff and then like starts walking between stores and people are like security stopping him like, hey, this isn't how malls work. And he's like, no, it's a bet. I'm going to pay for all this like at once. I'm just going to get everything I want and then I'm going to pay for it and I'm going to tip everybody. And he wouldn't pay for his stuff without leaving the store. So they had to arrest him because he didn't understand how malls work. What? And then they kept all of his jewelry and used it to pay for more squad cars for the Biloxi Police Department. 
Oh my God! Yes, sir, they did. So he got jacked in the books. Yes, the sir, cop. he did. Yes, sir, he did. And they put a bumper sticker on one of them that says, "This vehicle was paid for by Lil Boozy's jewelry," <laughs> just to fucking rub it in. That's a dick move, right there. That, <laughs> that's that racist. So basically, they, they, <laughs> they, that, they, that guy, that guy who works in that department, yells, "Nigga, at comics." That's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he just got punished for being just kind of stupid, basically. <laughs> well, but come on, I mean, come on, man. He just didn't start going to malls. He had to go to a mall before, you know. So. I don't know. This might have been his first time in a mall, dude. <laughs> like, you don't know. Never count out Boosie, dude. Dude, non-smart people love malls. Trust me. Malls and fairs. That's, Shit, that's, that's, that's what good, they that's like. Yeah, but you're talking about yeah, a guy but... who brought his own fucking potato to Waffle House. <laughs> Again, not smart people love malls. So. <laughs> he, might have, he might have some brain damage or something. You know, you know they be drinking that lean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that cough syrup and cough. I mean, that could cause some brain damage right there. Yeah. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> no, and uh, that's some brain damage right there. You don't. Nobody carries around a potato. I don't know, dude. I he's know not even Irish. Yeah. He's I'm not like, even. He's not Irish. No, I have. I have done some silly shit in my day, but never have I said, "You know what? Let me just put a potato in my pocket and take it somewhere <laughs> and see if they'll cook it." That would be good content, honestly, dude. We should do that for the Patreon, is take a potato. All right, let's test it and see if it's a white or black thing. Uh, uh, Jason, next time you go to Waffle House, bring a potato with you and see if they'll make you some breakfast potatoes with it. And if they say yes, then it's a... Jason, I think we know what we're doing after my show Thursday night. I think so. <laughs> Each of you go to a different Waffle House and bring a potato. No, 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 no. Hell no. You ain't getting me arrested in Texas. Go fuck uh, yourself. We, we Jason, I'm going to follow Jason into a Waffle House and just have a camera in my pocket, my iPhone in my pocket, where yeah. I can record to see what happens. No, you ain't getting me shot. If Dude, there's going to be a that. squad car in Texas that has a bumper sticker on it that says, This car was paid for by Moab Sanders Possum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if y'all do that, please tape it, send it to me, and I will uh, I will put it on our TikTok. Dude, I yeah, feel like see, I could trick a meth head into making breakfast potatoes for me. <laughs> I feel like I could. Uh, <laughs> man. I have the power. Dude. Jason's sitting there eating breakfast potatoes while Moe's getting a mug shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to tell you guys about B-Res Coffee Company. That's right. B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by gamers. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel flavored roast. Or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. Uh, Mugshot or dangerous. <laughs> As Trump. Uh, <laughs> JP, uh, we, we have to mention this, man, that you are, you are the mastermind behind Lafayette Comedy. You have so many good shows coming up, and you have people, it seems like every week on podcasts, shouting out Club 337, shouting you out, shouting out the Lafayette scene as one of the hidden gems of a comedy scene in the entire country. What is it like for you to look back on all of this shit that you built? And like, do you ever do that and just take a breath and be like, I can't believe it, or... I mean, yeah, what? often I go, why am I not rich? But uh, <laughs> uh, no, um, no, it, it's it's humbling. I mean, it's it, it's going back to the beginning. And it's, it was kind of like from the very first show, I knew I had to do this right. And, um, and it's hard because, you know, sometimes you you have to separate like your scene versus the, you know, the national comedians bringing in versus everything else. But I mean, it's just, you know, when the tide started changing, where people weren't going to new Orleans and they started coming here. I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's pretty big. Cause new Orleans is easy to get into and out. And it's a vacation spot. But I mean, you know, the last couple of years, like the comedians that don't touch new Orleans, you know, Shane Gillis, Miss Pat, Robert Kelly, all these people, you know, it's like, okay, well, this is, this is good. And then it's just my, my biggest thing now is trying to, and it's been happening a few times this year. And it's, you know, the, the discussion always talks and, uh, 
it's trying to find a place that I can maybe go into with someone else where I can, you know, do shows whenever I want it. Um, that's the biggest obstacle right now. I've got an email, you know, list uh, inbox full of people trying to route through and I'm only limited, you know, and I've already booked up for the year and I'm trying to book 2024. And it's just, it's very, you know, I'm on a, like a, a month or two waiting to get it clearance from the venue. And I like that venue and I want to stay in that venue. Uh, and it's the best room in the, in the whole state, you know, um, it's just, I'm, you know, I just, and I know what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm limited by availability and if they got conferences going on and everything like that. So, um, you know, do it at a few other places too, but it's just trying to, that's my biggest thing, you know? I mean, you know, last time Mo was here, he came through like on a, uh, on a Sunday, you know, and it was like, we had a venue we can do. And it was just like, all right, we can throw it together, but it's trying to find a place that, you know, you can just keep building up. And that's why I always default to that club through three, seven, cause it's the, it's the best freaking club. Like I wish it was my own, you know, I wish I can like release it from them or something like that. But, but all the, all the, the praise is just, it's really humbling. There's going to be a Eddie Pepitone clip coming out this week too, that, uh, Wait for the podcast to drop. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Mo turned his camera off and turned it back on, and now there's just a possum. <laughs> That's how they appear. They're like candy man. <laughs> so yeah, so that. What is who is that? Zoe, the baby. Zoe. Oh, and they're so soft, man. I don't know if you guys, Jason and Jake, I don't know if you ever petted one, but how they are nerdy. incredibly soft. Like that weird hairless penis tail still throws me off, but the rest <laughs> is yeah. okay. You know. Hey, keep it talking about the possum, okay? We don't need to drive Mo into this. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. Let's see. Let me see if I can. Uh... <laughs> That's soup the cat. Wait, you can't see my cat. No. There he is. Yeah, look at <laughs> that. Oh, cat soup, dude. Nice. Cat Get, him. Possum. Get him. Get him. I like them. We actually, we, we actually got a little. We have a baby possum that shows up in the backyard, and like the dogs, they don't mess with it. They just kind of watch it or whatever. But. Next time he gets on the ground, I'm gonna try to make friends with it and, and pet it, and then then me, me and Mose could go on tour. You know, hell yeah, yeah, dude, you just need a crazy motherfucker from Van Cleve, Mississippi, like me. I literally caught a bird with my bare hands the other day. Was it a rotisserie chicken? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, <laughs> hey brother, <laughs> nice work, Jason. Nice. Hey man. Thank you. That was that was fantastic. Hand <laughs> it down quick. That was beautiful, sir. I found some Popeyes in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> gotta get it, man. You gotta get it. I saw you drink it. You had a Popeyes cup earlier, so I believe it. So you know, the same. Boom! Not a sponsor. Yeah. Should be though. Uh, yeah, Should that's, be. Our, got, that's our state I, flag. Can I just say something real quick about Popeyes chicken? Uh, it's only good in Louisiana. Only place <laughs> everywhere else is the most biggest bullshit on the planet. You get spice; they they're spicy, and the rest of the world is not even mild to you guys down there. It's Jeez, disgusting. Bro. It's just like we have Cajuns here; they can take this. Everywhere else is full of white people; they will not be able to handle the spice. It's stupid, and I hate it. I have a trivia I'll question you. for you: What was the name of Popeyes before it was Popeyes? Bitches, chicken. I don't know. <laughs> it was called. Wait, wait, I know. I know, you know this. That? You know it? I think I remember it. Does <laughs> it have know. anything to do with Popeyes? The, like that, that, the current name? No. Uh, Does it have anything to do with the cartoon Popeye? No. It's not even named after the, the cartoon Popeye. It's named after uh, Popeye. What? can't remember his last name, but from the movie uh, uh, French Connection. The main character's name was Popeye, and the owner of Popeye's, which at the time was called Chicken on the Run, loved the movie French Connection so much that he renamed Popeye's to Popeye's after him. Damn. Damn. All right. This added so much value to our podcast, Jason. Yeah. (laughs) Thank thank you for halting the momentum for five (laughs) minutes to bring us this pointless trivia question I figured about you might, like, might find that interesting my bad watch out hey, watch hey, out hey. joe rogan we're taking over spotify after this <laughs> <Hey. episode. laughs> look all it did was give us a free few minutes for not berating jacob that's all it did. <laughs> yeah dude i'm catching strays this whole podcast and i kind of knew that i was 
I didn't expect Jason P. Litter, the nicest guy of all time, to pile on to me as well. But I probably shouldn't have insulted him with my as soon as I opened my mouth. So that's that's my bad, guys. I did that. You catch stray insults, Mo catch stray possums. So there you go. Yeah. Let's go, dude. Let's go. Uh, no, I literally caught a bird with my bare hands, guys. Does no one believe me? No. no, I believe you. I went chasing on the rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I caught a bird with my bare hands, dude. What we kind were, of bird? I don't know. It was a, a squab, maybe? What's a squab? A pigeon, <laughs> dumb man. Yeah, that that's, like, that's like French for pigeon, you know? It wasn't that. It was a little mm-hmm. warbler or something. All right, now you just... Now yeah, you're just getting racist, but go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It was a little bird. It, it, got in, it, it got into the school gym. Was it in and a cage? It's two of those. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I'm catching more stray birds from Alexander <laughs> over the Zoom. You're not calling. Got you're not call. You're not. You're not. This is not a euphemism for underage girls, is it? Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, Epstein's Matt Island had a lot of squabs. Yeah. But go ahead. Are we doing Matt Gates comedy here? That's what <laughs> I, I'm working up for my opening set for Chris D'Elia. Uh, oh, <laughs> Bam. He, re- he requires that all of his openers be of a certain disposition. <laughs> but no, dude, I literally caught a bird with my bare hands. There was a bird that got into the gym and they call me over the walkie talkie and they're like, hey, Jacob, catch this bird because I'm from Van Cleve, so they assume I can catch the what? bird. Wait, like, stop, stop. Literally First of all, happened. why do you have a walkie-talkie at a school? Because Say I work at a special needs school, so we need walkie-talkies. I'm a How special ed supervisor, I can verify. Is he really? No, I don't know, I'm just saying, but they, okay. we need any walkies, that's not to tell you that, so. Okay, I was just like, I'm, I wonder how many times you've been mistaken for a student there, Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> dude, if, I, if I'm outside, like, Without my badge, like they'll mm-hmm. put me back in and be like, "Dude, get in there." I don't doubt that. I don't. He doubt got it. out again. Get Your back in there, spatula. The <laughs> <laughs> Your girlfriend, the nurse, she shows up to pick you up. Uh, <laughs> this ain't looking good for you, Jacob. <laughs> it's not, dude. They're like, look I'm at that kid. He's one of those squab catchers. You know, <laughs> I'm never gonna finish this story about catching a bird, dude. No, no, no one believes you're squab catchers, Jacob. Squab catcher. Lily, they don't believe me. I caught a bird, babe. Come tell them I caught a bird. Come tell them she's refusing to tell them. Lily, I don't believe you have a girl there. Yeah, he doesn't believe I have a. girl. What if it's here. the bird? <laughs> he thinks you're the bird. <laughs> Lily, come here right now and tell them I caught a bird. Come here, come here and tell them I caught a bird. I heard, I heard, I heard a, a real here. voice. So. Tell them, tell them I caught a bird. Caught a bird. See, Aww. I caught a bird. I don't. I didn't see anything. That could just be a bird you caught. I taught it to speak. With a weird be a parrot. With a weird manicured talon, you know. Dude, I literally caught it with my bare hands. I was like, what do you want me to do? Catch the bird? And they're like, yes. And I had it against the window and I just went, shoop, and I caught it. And I freaked out because I actually caught it. And what did you do with it? I Ate threw it. it out the door. <laughs> I bit it I bit its head off to begin the ritual. I hope you wash your hands or you're gonna need that nurse. Yeah, I didn't, dude. That's probably what's wrong with me. I have a poo stain in my underwear right now that's unaddressed. All right, let's go to the sponsor. She's <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop uh, talking now, guys. I'm not. This isn't a good episode for me. I'm I not don't know what's going on now. Right. Jason, I'm how not. about you answer? The, you ask the questions from now on. And then yeah, I'm, I'm going to have a timeout. Set a, someone set a five-minute timer. Wow. <laughs> don't confess any more stuff. You don't confess any more stuff. That's what you, hey, Jason, I love the backdrop. Well, thank you. Uh, I was trying to find our ad reads. Where's our ad read at, Jacob? For uh, for um, the new game. You're the worst co-host I've ever had. I'm supposed to not be talking for. You're five supposed. Fucking you're supposed to. And be... you can't carry the show on your back for five minutes. Well, Jason. I was gonna. Read Why did the I go ad, into business with you? I regret everything you, about my life. You hid the ad from me. Why did you do? No, that? I didn't. It's in the same Google Doc it's been in for two years. Dude, I'm looking right at it, and it's not there. This is what it's like when my parents divorce, but go ahead. Here it is. This podcast is brought to you by our mobile gaming partner, Globe Glider. If you like the fast-paced action of games like Flappy Bird mixed with the strategy of Balloons Tower Defense, then Globe Glider is for you. 
Making a donation to the game using our partnership will not only give you sweet in-game prizes, but also unlocks an exclusive open micers cape and helps a small indie gaming company thrive. Download Globe Glider now on the App Store or Google Play. So what's up, guys? What you doing? <laughs> no, I don't know anymore. Yeah. So let's talk about Jacob. How stupid is Jacob? What do you think? No, no, let's... hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, are y'all going to come over to altercation this weekend? This week? I'm not going to be able to. Mm. Fuck no, dude. You think someone's going to give me a spot over there at altercation real quick? It's not about getting a spot. It's about making connections and maybe next year getting on the damn show. I mean, that also involves driving to Dallas, Texas. That's a little out. No, I don't know Austin. why, because it's in Austin. Austin, so. yeah. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whichever one. It's all the same place. No, it is fucking not. <laughs> Those are two completely different cities. Hey, and I was Mo, have you ever the... done uh, Tower City Comedy Festival in Paris? No, I have not. That's France, uh, dude. I need to hook you up with uh, Daryl Felsberg. He's no, I, I know Daryl. He's, he's asked me to do it twice, but then he's like, I got, hey, I have a spot. For, let me call you back in like 10 minutes, and I don't hear from him until next year. Like, hey, I got a spot two years later. I'm like, what the fuck? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so I was I looking at, I was looking I at some of the, the lineup here, and our buddy Sam Miller is going to be there. At Altercation Fest. And, oh, uh, Sam's my buddy, too. Sam's my buddy. Yeah. His yeah. new album's killing it right now. It's been all over the, the, the iTunes chart. And he's like one yeah, of the nicest was... people I, we've ever had on the show. I'm like, man, this guy's just a sweetheart, man. And he uh, is, he's, he's a great dude. He's a... Uh, he's, he's, I can't even say it. I don't, go, don't want to be, I don't want to say it out of context, but he is just dumb as fuck sometimes. hilarious to me. We did a podcast together in Denver, and we were talking about tattoos, and I said I had a Voltaire quote on my arm. He was like, I must have missed that one while I was in prison. And I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> he thought Voltaire was something he missed while he was in prison. I'm like, shut up, dude. Oh, shut Jesus. <laughs> Apparently, he he's must a great dude. I love him. He's, he's, he's my label mate. We're both on stand-up records, so he's a good dude. Yeah. I love him, seriously. I met him uh, about six or seven years ago when I first did, when I, not when I first, when we both were in the... Uh, Seattle comedy competition together. You went all the way to Seattle for that? Yeah, well, that's where it is. I couldn't stay home to be a part of it. I know so, that's yeah. a long way to long way to go for a fest for a festival thing. No, it wasn't a festival. It was, it was a competition. It's a no, difference. It's a difference. Did you win? Yeah, I've done it. I've done that one twice, and I've done San Francisco twice. I think. Yeah, San Francisco comedy competition and Seattle both. And San Francisco was worse because. I, it's 2,000 miles from Memphis to drive out there. And then the, the way it used to be, you'd drive 2,000 miles that week of the festival <laughs> just going to different places because it's the San Francisco comedy competition and there were no shows in San Francisco. Oh, Jesus. Damn. Yeah. I've been yeah. to Seattle before. God, that's like a 12-hour flight to get to Seattle. That was... Well, about, yeah, for you, yeah, yeah. You didn't drive yeah, out there, did you? Oh, no, we fl flew out, flew out there. And then rode some other comics to the other gig. So I was looking at the thing here. Who's the secret guest on Altercation Fest? So one of them's been Roy. Yeah. And then the other two, I can't say yet. When's this come out? Uh, Comes this... out like right now. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it'll I'm be out for the We're doing this like right now, Jason. <laughs> it'll be out for the public uh, Wednesday. <laughs> oh, okay. No, so... Uh... It, one person's on the festival. Well, two, there's two secret guests already on the festival. I'll tell you that. So okay, and one of them's probably one of my favorite comics in the world. That's all I'm saying. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> second favorite comic in the world. Uh, <laughs> no. So how long yeah, is I'm this not... festival? There's like a ton of comics here. Yeah, yeah, uh, Wednesday, yeah Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, there's a couple bands, Heels, my boys, Heels, we'll be playing Saturday night. I know that. Yeah. Um, but every, it's like, it's, I don't even know how many shows there are at least three a night, at least three. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. I know my, I know I'm on the, I know I'm closing out the 9 p.m. show on Thursday. You got the, what time is your show on uh, Friday night, sir? Uh, 1130. Yeah. And Sam did the show right before yours. Sam Miller's right before you, your yeah. show. So, so it looks like like Friday is like four shows. So like Wednesdays two shows, no th three shows. Sorry, no four shows because I could do like a movie thing after, and then uh, Thursday you got a seven a nine which mows on eleven thirty, 
um which is like another type of uh movie thing and then friday you got like a 5 30 which is gonna be um which is gonna be uh mr lifto from like the jim rose circus and just like oh cool yeah 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 that's really cool uh you got a seven a nine eleven thirty and then saturday they do a they do one of the best things in the world it's 11 45 brunches of the mcewins which is um uh which is one of the best things you will ever see because they come out like they're uh like this religious group or whatever and it's 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 mind-blowing it's it's one of the best things ever see i thought this was like a one-day thing i didn't know this was like almost a damn week Uh -uh. yeah it's always yeah it's always been multiple days i think as long as it's been so so you were saying you were saying movie stuff do they do they show like short films and stuff like that there Like, like comedy short films yeah, they got like some horror movie things and just there's all kind of stuff. And I got a short film I could put in this thing for next year. Yeah, like a horror and I think comedy. The, um, I think two years ago when me and Mo were on it together, they yeah. had um, like during the day they had a the, there's a band called The Sword, which is out of Austin. Oh yeah, and they had this yeah they had this it was a killer stoner rock band, and the oh, singer yeah. did an acoustic set, and it was balls crazy. So it was it was awesome, man. Balls do be crazy. Yeah. And then you got like they got food there, um, you know, and they got like some little restaurants. Like me and Derek Sheen would eat Panda Express, and then I think there's a liquor store next door. I mean, there's all yeah. kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, and it's right. it's yeah, and then like they'll do things like the first year I did it. Uh, I don't know if Mo, you ever went to that the big old like uh, it's an arcade, big pinball machine thing. They had like a big party one time, and all the comics just go over there and play pinball all day, and it's 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 really bonkers, man. No, I didn't get. I didn't do that. There, I did that. I did that at the uh, North Carolina Comedy Festival. They had a pinball place. We did that one day over there too. Nice, nice. All right, uh, this sounds awesome, and I want to, uh, Jacob. We have to be a part of this next year. I don't care how we do it. We got to be a part of it. Apparently, Dude, we can so- be a part of it this year if we just drive to Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what y'all in Louisiana? How far of a drive? Wait, what y'all in Mississippi? How far is that? It's not that far. What six hours from, from Austin? Oh, it- it's six hours from me from Lafayette, yeah, so they're like probably a, another. So add, a, add four to that because it's four to Lafayette for us. Yeah, four? How is so it'd be ten hours. It's only it's only nine hours from Memphis, so how, how's that possible? Well, brother, we need to go to Memphis <laughs> and then drive from there. <laughs> Come to Memphis, I'll get you on stage somewhere. Well, Mo, speaking of uh, being on stage with you, buddy, is is your show in Pensacola on December first? Is that announced yet at Final Music Hall? It got announced today. Vinyl City Music, Vinyl Music Hall, December first, Pensacola. Just got announced. That's awesome, dude. Who who could your opener for that possibly be, Mo Alexander? <laughs> who? Are you on the Are you on the show? I don't even know. Oh, I'm on that show, Bubba. Are you really? <laughs> oh, I'm opening for you yet again, Mo Alexander. You cannot escape me. All right. Are you bringing mom? No, dude. I'm keeping her <laughs> as far as hell away from I'll you. I'll bring the wings, and we can sit in front of Jacob I and eat wings. I swear to God. <laughs> Y'all made it sound like I would just put my face in a bucket of wings. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. No, I'm there were only a few wings, sa- which is why he was grinding them so hard. I was gl- I was laughing my ass off that you had Sam on there was telling that story. Did he tell y'all the story about the uh, the uh, uppity Negro wine? Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> He he told it very quickly and offhandedly, though. I don't think he gave it enough pizzazz for Mo Alexander's taste. What, it, dude? It was one of the funniest nights of my life because we he scared everybody in the whole. All the management got so scared that night because we're at this club. I can't remember the name of it in in Denver, and for some reason, me and him are both on the show headlining. Club. What was it? Number thirty eight in Denver, Colorado, and it was Sam and I and a bunch of other people. And I'm sitting in the green room. It's this huge green room, and it's a great green room. And he's going through the refrigerator, like do 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 do. And they're like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's this bottle that says "Uppity Negro Wine." Oh yeah. And he's like, "Mo, I think they brought this for you." And I'm just like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm laughing about it. I'm hilariously laughing about it. But then I have to go outside. I have to go to go on stage. Next thing I know. People have run to the back of the club, back into the green room, saw the bottle of freak the fuck out. They're like, oh, we didn't bring this for Mo. This was not supposed to be here. This is old as shit. This is not. And they poured out the wine, which pissed me off because I never got a chance to try it. Oh, but man. Sam pulled, saved the bottle for me, found a bottle of the Negro wine, 
I kept that bottle. The managers that night were so freaked out. They apologized. It was like <laughs> it was his first night as the the manager by himself. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that. that thought we were, we're apologetic. Well, let me get you some shots of tequila. And he brings back three or four shots of tequila, right? And he does one of them right there himself. He's like, these are for you. And he's like, let me do another one. He does another shot of tequila. He's freaking out. He's like, you can have whatever you want tonight. Would you like a wing? And I could have been a dick right then and there. I could have been a dick, Mr. Leonard. I was like, oh, that's going to erase his offer me wings. Maybe I'm being too open. <laughs> I didn't do it because he would have had a heart attack. He would have died right there. But he brought me wings. And then he did like 10 shots of tequila up to me and Sam. And <laughs> He was like, we can have anything we want. We got a bunch of the shirts and stuff. And there's this giant this framed picture of Biggie that I should have asked for. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it would look like it was a $1,000 painting someone had done. I could have asked for that and taken it home that night. I didn't think about that until I already left. But, yeah, the Uppity Negro one. And I've talked to the guys who owned Uppity Negro, and they're black. <laughs> I mean, could you get a sponsorship? We were, concerned, from them? we were originally concerned it was a white owned company. I couldn't do anything with that. But I'm trying to get them to let I'm trying to get them to let me be their spokesperson because I already came <laughs> with the best slogan for them. Uppity Negro wine. The wine that brings the races together because you need a black friend to order it. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Have you ever been able to try it? No. We I'm have to we I'm have talking, to find you a bottle. I need a bottle of the Negro wine. I've been trying to talk to the guy. He talked to me first, and then he was like, uh, the week I was in Denver again, he was like, I'm in, I'm in Atlanta. I had a funeral to go to, and then he just stopped talking to me. But I, don't, I will do lots of stuff to get some of the Negro wine. See, we, we got to get a hold of them. We got to see if they'll uh, they'll sponsor the podcast. <laughs> yeah. The next time you come on, we, you, can, you can give us a, a couple of bottles, and we can send you one, and we can I try it on to, the man, air. do it. I mean, if I can find somewhere to buy it, I'll definitely get you a bottle. I want I'm video, not even Google searching. Yeah, for me, the autocorrect just did it for me <laughs> when I Google yeah, searched it. You got the ugly nigger wine. No, yeah. nigger. Oh, that's why I wasn't getting any results. I just filled in the wrong. You're on word. a list now, buddy. Yep. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man, we're getting close to the end. Jacob, what uh, anything else we want to talk to him about before we go? I don't know, man, fellas. I I think that that all there's left to do is to roll out the red carpet for you two gentlemen, Jason Leonard. What do you have coming up? Where can people find you online? What do you want people to know about? Um, so altercation festival this uh this weekend, Wednesday through Saturday. Um. I am going the 19th through 22nd. I am going to be in New York City. Me and my wife make 20 years of anniversary, nice. wedding anniversary, anniversary. In, De- in December. So we're, thank you. So we're going for a couple of days, but she's like, you should probably, you know, get a show so you can write this trip off. And I am proud to announce that on Monday, the November 20th, I'll be doing my first spot at The Stand in New York. So I am nice. awesome. Yeah, nice. I'm 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 very nervous. I'm I'm I probably have another spot or two somewhere else, but um yeah, that's that's a big one. So uh um yeah, that's you know, like number 2 in the in the city. So the, I'm I'm excited for that. And then uh we're rolling out. We got great shows here in Lafayette. Caitlin Palufo, we got Ben Bailey, we got Todd Berry here and then I'm bringing them to Baton, uh, Baton Rouge. Um you know, Sean Patton in December, Lisa Curry, Stone versus Drunk here, a few other ones, and then just trying to get ready for the uh, for the new year and trying to get some some dates on the book as soon as I can get dates. So that's it. Oh yeah, man, Mo, what do you got oh, coming oh, wait, up? Wait, wait, one more. Me and uh, we haven't announced it yet, but me and uh, me and Tyler Arsenault are launching our brand new podcast from the get go. So and uh, so that's going to be coming out within the next month or two. So is this an open micers exclu- exclusive right now? It is. It is. Oh, let's uh, let's hit the button. We need to get something on the soundboard <laughs> yeah. for an open mic. Here we go. What is it. what is your new podcast going to be about? I want to know. So it's called We're uh, we Down Here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was just Mo squeezing a possum too hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's called uh, We're Dying Down Here, and uh, you know because you, know, you see like you die on stage, but we're dying down here, and so it's about us like trying to 
essentially do comedy in Louisiana and being stuck here. And uh, but we're gonna film it actually in Club Thirty Three Seven on the stage, so that's gonna be our backdrop. And um, you know, we're gonna do video and audio, and then we're gonna have interviews with comedians. You know, all the all the comedians touring through all the national comedians. So um, yeah, just gonna be about us and you know, just comedy. So that's so awesome, man. That's really cool. I'm glad you shared that with us. And an open micers exclusive. We broke the story here first, folks. <laughs> Hell yeah. uh, Mo Alexander, can you top that with anything, buddy? Do you have anything you want to promote? Um, I got lots to promote. Got to promote my Thursday night show this week at Altercation. It's 9 p.m. with several great people, several good my friends. Sia Meads is going to be there. Bailey Pope, a bunch of other good comics on my show. Uh, 9 p.m. Thursday night Altercation. Uh, Saturday night, I'll actually be in San Antonio, and I can't tell you anything about that one because I'm not supposed to tell. Hint, hint. And um, let's see, we got coming up. I got it. I got it. it. Thank you. And uh, December first, apparently your bitch ass is one of my openers that night in uh, Pensacola and Vinyl Music Hall. Is that correct, dude? I might be your feature. What are you gonna do if I'm your feature? Um, cut your time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, dude. I did 20 minutes last time and it went swimmingly, Mo. Just, yes, yeah, swimmingly, just like Mike Matthew Perry. Oh, oh no. Oh. oh, Mo. Is that too what? soon? Soon <laughs> enough. Thank you. What? <laughs> I'm the king of too soon comedy. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's River Phoenix all over again. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, you know what? This, I, was, I, was, I have a radio show. I don't think you know that about me right now. I have a radio show. I'm aware. Gonna see uh, on when I'm in town Monday and Wednesday afternoons. Radio Memphis dot com. It's the internet radio station, but we do it at a real studio. It's a real thing. It promotes independent music and very soon independent comedy. And I'm bringing some stand up to that thing. So maybe one day, when you're many years older with many years of comedy under your belt, I can take a three minute clip of yours and play it on the air. Nice. Please, please do, Mo. And uh, so, no, that... I've been doing it for seven years, buddy. I'm ready. Give me my shot. Jesus Christ. I started when I was 17 years old, Mo Maybe Alexander. You become a milkman. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, seriously. Um, so, we're doing altercation this week. Um, I got a bunch of other those shows that I'm not supposed to tell about, starting in like Indianapolis and Louisville, Kentucky, and Nashville coming up. But December first, Vinyl Music Hall, Pensacola, Florida. Uh, the radio show Monday and Monday and Wednesday afternoons. Radio Memphis dot com uh, from two thirty to six o'clock or seven o'clock, depending on how long we want to stick around. And um, you know the same old thing. Follow me everywhere: Instagram, YouTube, M O Alexander. I need more people to follow me on on YouTube. I need like three hundred and fifteen people so I can monetize that bit. So if you listening right now. Go to youtube.com slash M.O. Alexander and follow me. I'm following you from two accounts right now. So. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. Out here doing the Lord's work, Jason P. Leonard. Uh, Jason usually kicks it over to me to do my promotional things, but he hasn't. So I would take it upon myself. Yeah, I was about to, to say, Jacob, what myself. you got coming up? What you got coming up, Jacob? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jason. Um, Thursday, November 16th, I may or may not be doing a guest spot on the Ben Bailey show at uh, Alabama Music Box in Mobile. Hasn't exactly hammered out yet, but I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be doing a guest spot on that show. And December 1st at Vinyl Music Hall in Pensacola, Florida, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be featuring from Mo Alexander. I'm going to do an hour. I'm going to do an hour <laughs> featuring from Mo Alexander. There's nothing anyone can do to stop me unless the diabetes gets me first. And as always, I'm going to be pumping out content on that Patreon, www.patreon. At dot minute com. 15, I'm going to send you a video of me eating your mom out. <laughs> Why does it sound like you already have that video ready to go? <laughs> ready to go Again, just follow, the second I get follow, out of line. Uh, follow him on YouTube. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Bro, Bo's eating my mom out the way I eat a rotisserie chicken. Wow. <laughs> well, He's holding her. He caught her in his hand. and. Uh, all right. <laughs> Get in our uh, Patreon, guys. That's it. Jason, what do you have? Uh, I don't have any comedy stuff coming up, but I d- am going to be playing with my band, Falls from Grace, in New Orleans on the 25th of November. I don't have the deets yet, but as soon as I do, uh, the open micers uh, listeners will be the first to know. 
So we will be in New Orleans somewhere on the 25th. The Saturday after Thanksgiving. So that's what I got. So I might what, be there. I may check you out. Let awesome. You know. I'll let you know uh, where yeah. it's going to be. So Jacob, anything else before we walk out the door tonight? Thank you guys so much for, for coming on the show. You guys are always uh, fantastic to be here. And to be here together is awesome. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. What Please do don't like? use half this... Uh, half the things we said. What is, what, is, <laughs> what is that? What is that face for, Jacob? What, what because you, you asked me if there's anything else, and then you just immediately cut me off to do the outro of the guests. So just, just do the outro, Jason. We can just leave. Just do the outro. Oh, I just there's wanted to else. tell. I wanted to tell our lovely guests how much we enjoy having them here, and you fucked that all up because you know what? You're a bad co-host. You know that. Just Look at Jason That's a different shaking. podcast, Jason. That's a different, much more successful podcast. Just play the music. Uh, all right, here we go. We're going to walk out the door. We're, if you want to email us, email us at openmicerspodcast at gmail.com. Go to our link tree, link tree slash openmicerspodcast. That takes you everywhere you need to go. And if you want to slide us a little cash, we have a cash app and PayPal button on there right now. And we're going to go ahead and get out of here. We will see you guys next week. Oh, you got nothing to say there, Jacob? I don't have anything else to say, Jason. I don't have anything to say. I've been I've been catching strays for an hour and thirty minutes, Jason. Oh, I'm gonna keep my damn you, mouth shut, you buddy. Your poor little baby over there, Jacob. <laughs> my feelings are hurt. My feelings are mostly hurt that Mo didn't know I was doing comedy for seven years. He's like, "Well, you get a few more years under your belt, you three-year comic. You fucking suck." Uh... <laughs> I can't remember everything. Come on. <laughs> this podcast is a Zoo House LLC production.